Geek Shock. Geek Shock. I didn't watch the trailer to Human Centipede 3, but it certainly looks... That's a human millipede? Well, I only saw a picture, but it seemed like it was a prison ground... Um, and it kind of remind me of yeah. the uh, the Korean prison ground where they did the thriller video. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh god. Except that instead of dancing to thriller, they were all face to butt. How many? Oh, I would oh, say man. about a hundred or more. Wow. I didn't. Couple uh, hundred. Human millipede. Then. Wow. I yeah. didn't even see the first one, so I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah, that millipede. Was, is that what they're going I, for? I hope that they go for that. I hope no, that, that's well, human that, centipede two <clears throat> millipede. Yeah, that was a comment on. Uh, under one of the under the pictures, what is that human millipede? Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it was kind of it was disturbing because it was a prison-like setting. It was a long shot, of course, prison-like setting, and it looked like a bunch of naked prisoners face to butt. Yep, exactly what you want in your movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. When <laughs> I saw that you? picture, oh. it looked like that crazy sheriff. Out of Arizona, our sheriff Joe. Pile? You're yeah, right. It kind of does when look like I saw him. that picture, I was like, "That could be one of his, his camp <laughs> encampments." Are you telling me that Human Centipede Three might be a political thriller? That would be interesting, wouldn't <laughs> it? But he loves animals. <laughs> does he now? Oh yeah, dude. You you should see some of the animal uh, videos they put up where his deputies have rescued animals in uh, cruel, neglectful situations. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Why, yes, it is that bad. In fact, one time there was a story of a chihuahua mix that was neglected in a house. I, I actually, sorry, I was watching what they were doing with the board because I didn't realize it was, you do it so, you, you, I'm just used to you doing it so it's so seamless. I didn't realize there was so much work involved that now I can't feel kind of bad. I'm going to try to watch my, watch my modulation here. He's oh, much boy. better at multitasking uh, than I am apparently. Modulation. Modulation. Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 283. I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check, Dandy. Flip Foppy Matt. And we're here to talk Week and Geek. Uh, Jeff today is tickling the ivories. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That's oh, what you baby. Call it. This, is, this is his first episode running the board. I don't know if it's necessarily tickling or even ivory, but uh, I'm giving it a shot. <laughs> running the board. If you know what he means. Yo, running the <laughs> Tickle boards. my ivories, baby. Let's just say you're lucky this is a podcast, folks. Yes. No doubt. <laughs> And the question would come up, this is what gay means? Hmm. <laughs> ivory and ivory. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, it was a heck of a week. Oh, yeah. What? Geek-wise. Mm-hmm. This is the week that Daredevil yes. oh, yeah. fell into our laps mm-hmm. and punched us in the face. Yeah. Really hard. Absolutely. And then he kneed us in the groin. Yep. And then he yeah. flipped us over. And then he broke an arm. And then he got tired. And then he broke our knee. Yeah. <laughs> but we stabbed him twice. So, ha! <laughs> yeah. So, um, anybody in the room seen the whole run of Daredevil? Oh, Not the whole run. Yes. I didn't make it nope. all the way through. I have. I got it on my list. All right. So, the, the only one that's seen it all the way through, then, is Fact Check Andy. Because I've never been able to binge watch anything that when it first came out before. This is the first thing I wanted so to binge watch. It was on Netflix. I'm like, I'm going to do it. It's only 13 <laughs> episodes. Who needs sleep? 
<laughs> I'm on episode episode six. I know Jeff's on five. Paul, how, how far did you get? I just threw two. Two? Okay. Yeah. I, I finished six. <laughs> all right. And you see it at all? It's on my wanting to watch list. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> it does um, not disappoint. No, it, it does, does not, not no, disappoint. Fantastic. It's really, really good. It's, it's so impressive. You know what? I loved Drew Goddard after Cabin in the Woods. At that point, I'm like, yeah. I'm watching whatever this guy does. Mm-hmm. Now, after seeing this creation, I'm so glad that he is in the Spider-Man camp. Yeah. So I can't wait to see what he does with the Spider-Man pieces. Now, especially the Marvel's got a hand in it. Oh, it's a win-win. Everything's a coming win-win. up Millhouse for Marvel, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, good. There's so a Marvel, big, go, go, go. There's a big through line in this about him not being murdery. <laughs> it's not murdery. Not being murdery <laughs> is an important part of the story. Me and Commander K were talking about that earlier today. Yep. I wonder if Andy will think it's too murdery or not. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no they actually address the issue, and it's an important plot point to the whole damn show. No murdery Murdoch. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> murdery Murdoch, and he's and he's you know, he's struggling with 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 it. It's a, no, you know, it's Matt Murdoch. Something he does rather than just shooting you know thirty or forty people before he starts thinking about it. Now <laughs> it's kind of interesting. It does explain uh, that at the end of the first episode that little uh, title card. Thank you, Andy, because now I know who they're talking about. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, one one thing I do want to discuss and. As I've, of course, not finished with it, I want to talk about the kingpin. Yeah, and his vulnerability. That's really kind of struck me, unexpected. I'm not sure mm. how to handle it yet, but I'm willing. You know, then again, I haven't finished the first season, and I'm willing to, you know, trust Vincent D'Onofrio. It pays sure. off. Well, I mean, you know, I not everybody in the room has seen it, so I, I'll try not to. Get, you oh, know, don't worry about it. Say too much about sure. it. Sure, but. Uh, he yeah, definitely fuck Madden. spoilers. He I got my grudge. Showed his <laughs> his ragey side. Yeah. In well, yeah. Episode. Yeah. And, but but in and the his comics, toughness. Kingpin was always cold. Right. And it's like what you see, you know what what you know some of the initial stuff there. It's kind of uh, during yeah. the the War of the Roses, he had a few moments where he got reflective and pensive and he's always in in, but, in the comics i've seen he's always been very attached to his wife that's it yeah that's it he mm-hmm. he get that he, he's a family man he's a romantic he is yep. and it, well he's a family man it was because because you know he's kind of a king he's kind of a punisher villain i thought you were gonna say and his bark is much worse than his bite. oh he's kind of a <laughs> he's kind of a punisher villain and so much as uh that's kind of you know punisher's whole motive is vengeance for family kingpin you get right down to it protection of family okay is his motivation in a lot of in a twisted way yeah yeah protection and concern for family this is what we're talking about before um about villains you know it's it's only interesting if the villain doesn't think he's a villain right he he doesn't however he thinks he's tony shea however you walk that (laughs) you walk that fine line you don't want your character so uh your villain to be so endearing and so uh, empathetic, empathetic. Then you get the Sandman. Right. You right. get the Sandman, or you get fucking Penguin from Batman Two, and it's like Jesus. I mean, the guy was put on a boat when he was a baby. Of course, I feel bad about what this guy went through. Penguin is at least creepy. Sandman, there's never a moment in that movie where I feel no. You, like there's he's a no villain. reason why he yeah. should be doing the horrible things he's doing. He should have been a good guy. It's so dumb. By, by that origin, they gave him yeah, yeah, really yeah. dumb. Um, 
the one thing we did learn from this from the whole thing is that um, color field art is inherently evil. What what art is color field art? I'm oh oh the in the in the big paintings of of just one color or or oh gotcha yeah or or colors with like slight modulation bunny in a snowstorm with it. Yes. bunny in yeah. a snowstorm <laughs> i do like that they've uh completely committed to this this darkness yeah that they oh. god that it ep- looks runs throughout the episode yeah, this very, looks awesome very noir and and not just the darkness of the theming you know with the with the way that the characters are and and the kind of things that they're dealing with charlie but, murphy but like even we were just talking about it at uh, at dinner earlier tonight like even in bright lit scenes in the on the periphery, it's very dark, like like massive shadows. Right. And, so they're going like DC then. So the DC. But they're going Frank Miller. Frank Miller's pages were almost all black. They were amazing. <laughs> um, the I was talking. I was uh, talking to Stephanie Payne on Facebook about it, and the point that she brought up, and that I'll reiterate, is that um, the sound design is incredibly important. Oh yeah. Which it should be. I mean, because obviously the main characters experience a lot of the world's with sound. And it is. It's very intense. If you pay attention to sound, you'll realize that it's, it's, it's that guy should definitely get an Emmy for that. And it's definitely not for children. I mean, it's oh, no. it's like a hard R. It's it's, it's not murdery. Not, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. a well, good example for the kids. Bludgeoning, well, knocked out, there, concussions. There, it's, it is murdery, just not Murdoch murdery. Because, <laughs> uh, like, I mean, just graphic with the you know the language and the violence. Sure, but and, it's it, it holds on to what I hold oh, dear yeah. with how violence should be portrayed. Sure. If you're going to have violence, have repercussions of violence. Absolutely. Show that it is, you know, not slap a Band-Aid on it and the broken bone is healed. Right. right. It's not sexy violence. It's violence. It show is violent. Yes, yeah. I mean it's it's downright gory. Where yeah. you're actually wincing when you're watching some of the scenes. Which go again, a, a, lot of, a lot of that's part of the sound design. A lot of that stuff happens yeah. off screen. Just crunch, crunch, crack. Yep. Oh God, ah, yeah, mm. absolutely. <laughs> when you're watching D'Onofrio, do you see like special victims unit? Oh, it's funny. I was, I was. No, he there, was, like, and he was on Criminal Intent, not oh, SVU. Hey, oh, boom! Actually, Hold these earrings. There were a couple moments. Because he's bald, where I was like, the uh, full metal jacket stuff started coming through to me. Oh, right. <laughs> but yeah. Hey, Joker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anything else you want to throw into this Daredevil pile before we move on? Watch it. I'm Watch really it. looking forward to the other stuff now. I'm particularly looking forward to Iron Fist because I, we love, know. I love the Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to any fist. Uh, <laughs> um, I love the Iron Fist uh, Power Man comic for no good reason. I like the characters. For no good reason. And but, but it was almost always badly written. It was there were no story arcs. It was all sort yeah. of done in one. <laughs> and yet I'd still pick up the book because I love the book, even though there was no good reason. I mean, there's something about the characters I like, and I would like to see that done by the same people that turned you know this into Daredevil. Went from the Ben Affleck Daredevil to this Daredevil. I'd like to see that done oh, with the same yeah. crew. I'm, I am a little over that. The people making the God, it does it so much better. You know, such a great recovery from the Affleck and everything. And it's like they're they're so totally separate and so totally yeah. different. It's like there's no point in making. It's like it's, Afflecks and oranges. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that explains all the orange windows. Um, Something like that. 
Yeah, only the one thing I did like about the Affleck Daredevil was the uh, the um, the, uh, the, duck. the the soundscapes. No, the chamber, the uh, the thing he slept in, the uh, right, oh. the isolation. Yeah, I thought the isolation chamber was a nice touch because that would be really hard to sleep if you heard everything. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and you know, don't. Yeah, I guess uh, no earplugs, right? No. Yeah, right. <laughs> I better I better hide. <laughs> it is not. I easy. better be all vampire-y. It's not I never to sleep in their movie. I can't. Thank I God know. my house never catches fire or anything. Cause. Right. Like, I mean, if he's a super vigilante trying to take care of shit all the time, he would never deprive himself of super advantages. Whatever. <laughs> oh. you got, I mean, you solved it. It's earplugs, man. It's hard to sleep with earplugs. I've done it before, and it, it's... It, no. It, it is. <laughs> I sleep every night with headphones in watching Netflix. And you wake up with them, and I wake up with them strewn all over my neck <laughs> and choking me. Yeah, yeah but Paul uh, Mattingly died today. The cause yeah. of death was strangulation by <laughs> headphone, headphone cord. cords. Yeah, <laughs> no, a, but I do. I, infection. I fall asleep with headphones in every night. Now you have to be careful what kind of headphones you get, and it's still hard to get ones that you can lay on comfortably because mm-hmm. I'm a side sleeper too. So it's tricky. But uh, you gotta yeah. just put, leave the one in. But he fucking figured it out. No, no, no. You don't get the sound. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you do. Not, you need the stereo. Not, not, not I the need the stereo. Can't sleep if it isn't stereo. I can't sleep if it isn't stereo. I really, Mono I, wakes him right up. I seriously, I need. I have a fan on, my headphones in, playing music or TV, and, and that lets me go to sleep. And and I don't. It's it's fine. My brain otherwise, I'll just be up. See, that's the thing. I have tinnitus. I don't have. I. It's it's moderate, but yeah. it's not yeah, the kind too. of that's severe. There are certain people. Like, uh, crap. What's his name from Coldplay? Um, I don't expect you to know the guys Shat- from Coldplay. Yeah, Shatner no, and no, Nimoy no. both had severe yeah, tinnitus. Well, Shatner and Nimoy from Coldplay. Yeah, That's but it. The, 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 the reason I'm thinking of him Chris is somebody. His name his is Chris something. Yeah, is so bad. He actually has How bad what they is call, it? Uh, maskers. These are what? little earphones that they, he puts in when he goes to bed. And what they do is they produce a tone that matches the tinnitus tone and actually deadens it just like noise canceling Mm -hmm. you know the sonic noise canceling and um to me that's probably more the direction and if you want to be really realistic about a daredevil you know super super hearing thing Mm -hmm. that's probably more the direction it would go in is some kind of masker so that he could go to bed rather than uh, he'd be playing the sounds of the ocean and be just like oh or jamming the holograms oh Oh, yeah yeah. that's what i do Jam is truly. Or he could have Andy just sitting next to him. (laughs) (laughs) Paul, I actually have to thank you for my current lullaby. Whoa. You turned me on to Crontendo. Oh, yeah. And that has. Generation 16 as well, but Crontendo. Crontendo is one guy taking every Nintendo release and telling you its history in order of their release. Everything in Japan and America that came out. And he's like up to 40 episodes, something now. It's crazy. Wow. And each one's an hour long, yep. sometimes more. Yep. Um, but he doesn't have the best delivery. <laughs> he's and got the most interesting voice. This game came out oh my only God. in Japan. But many versions came into the States as well. <laughs> How you might obtain one is beyond me. But you could find one on eBay, possibly now still. And I You'll am be out lucky if you find the within sticker. three or four games. Right. No, no, yeah. I mean, he is he is Samanek, Joe. He wow. is fucking 
uh, like Ben Stein. He's what do you, what do you call that shit? The night tall. <laughs> yeah. He's night tall in a can, yo. Yeah, he's it's it's very yeah. But here's here's another it's, release. It's, it's from very interesting Tato. stuff that he's saying. <laughs> it's compelling, and, and but he's, he's full just, of information. <laughs> but yeah, I, it takes me about half a week or more to get through a single episode. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because it does not take long, and you are done. That's funny. A guaranteed nap. A common side scroller with an act added twist. Here you'll find <laughs> yes. exactly. That's it. That's it. That's exactly how it goes. That's exactly how it goes. Yeah. Wow, what and an exciting on, game. He's on okay. point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> the real thrill comes when the boot up screen starts all over. You think you're done. You're not. There's a second quest. <laughs> how exciting. Wow. wow. He's Feel really, the excitement. He's really But yet I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? You're doing that voice and it makes me think of Plinkett. Yeah. yeah. Right? But Plinkett is not... Salmonex. Plinkett no, doesn't no. put you to sleep. No. It's amazing how he's engaging and keeps you rolling, despite oh, well, the fact... It's, it's a little differences. That's the way the tone goes. <laughs> when it's up and down and there's a little spice to it. And it's also... <laughs> anybody want pizza roll? Send me, send me an envelope. I'll get you a pizza roll. Yeah. Oh, I love that shit, dude. I, I am still hooked red letter media they keep doing great best of the worst episodes mm. have you been watching those i haven't i haven't been keeping uh, up, oh but dude I, I fix your life watch it's amazing best of the worst now i mean if you haven't watched any of them you're set you you've got <laughs> weeks of entertainment yeah. sir watch the best of the worst all right, all right. oh it'll blow your fucking mind and speaking of best of the worst i went to bed the last couple nights hello watching there's two new terrible awesome Ninja movies on Netflix. There's oh. American Ninja Two Woo. and oh, yeah. Return of the Ninja. Oh boy, Ret- Return of the Ninja. <laughs> oh oh man. man, Return of the Ninja. <laughs> Bless his heart. You start off with it's you know it's Shokasuji in there. He he's not the star though. It's this guy named Cole. I haven't gotten through this whole movie. Does yet he pop it? Does he pop his clutch? Uh, you, dude, he's he's in a white ninja out. He's white ninja. Yeah, he's in a white ninja outfit, and he starts off. I know he's training guy. exercise. Man, I think I saw this damn thing in the theater. He takes his mask off and he's got a mustache, and it's the most ridiculous thing. He goes to his friend's house, giant quotations, friend's house, jumps the gate. It's like in this big walled off thing. Jumps the gate and it's like chilling out in the lawn, looking around. Guy's wife comes out with a shotgun. It's like, what are you doing? Drop that bag. And he drops the bag, and she walks up to him, and he like slaps the gun out of her hand and puts a ninja grab on her, and totally grabs her boob, and has like her arm on a bar in the back and throws her on the ground. Don't underestimate the boob grab. Dude, that is an incapacitating. You, you grab. gotta see it. And the friend comes out. Yeah, he's like giving her a mammogram, and then the, the, uh, the friend comes out. Did he friend, find anything? Yeah, uh, one lump. <laughs> One lump right on her eye where he punched her. Uh, <laughs> but then the friend comes out and is like, "Is like, oh, I see you met my wife." Uh, and then he's like, "He's a drunk." And like the first thing you see is like, is she's like, "Do you have to start drinking so early?" He's like, "I don't have to. I choose to." And it's this horrible abusive <laughs> didn't relationship. You, it's didn't the you take thing. me through this? Didn't didn't we watch this? Uh, you no. were like, "You got to watch this." That's Revenge of the Ninja. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Ah, revenge. revenge of the Ninja also stars Shokasuji. Yes, but. <laughs> 
That's the one with the Destro Ninja in the end, who's the right. bad guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He throws the tax on the ground. The guy comes up with his face full of jacks. Yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> What's uh, the one where that's, the guy? That's that's my favorite ninja movie by far. There was some bad American ninja movie on in the eighties that I saw. Really? Where, 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 where the guy th- where the guy throws a saw blade and goes, "Thank heaven for Black and Decker." Uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That might have been that might have been the first American Ninja. Yeah, actually. Okay. American Ninja Two uh, is, is another Dudikoff. one that's really really terrible. <laughs> Two army soldiers who are ninjas, and they go to an, uh, a tropical paradise. Oh, so it's like, so it's a romance. Oh, yeah, so it's, the one guy is not a ninja, right? He just he just beats people. Right, like, the one he guy's doesn't just have a any badass black dude. Yeah, yeah. There's a badass black dude and a ninja. <laughs> do, do, why go to the far east and go through all of that when you can just be a bla- badass black dude? It's, yeah, he knows what's up. He's he's. It's, you still he, get you still get the tropical island either way. Anyway, they're on Netflix right now. Watch the shit out of some ninja movies right now. Wow. It's good. It's their their yes, folks. Let's make Netflix go. What the hell just happened that these movies are getting watched nah, like crazy? Man, they're they're pretty highly rated because the they're you're, they're Netflix is finding out who their market is. Oh they're boy. they're figuring it out real quick. They might not show up on everyone's feed though. Like my, for some reason, my feed just suddenly said I wanted to watch a lot of Nazi movies. It's like what, the, what did <laughs> I watch? Whoa, me? Oh, wow, dude, no, I uh, watched. What is Duncan watching when you're not home? Last week, I just realized. <laughs> what it was it was uh dead snow that's what we made all that oh, okay. oh of course oh, that, that, that's, that's that funny too because you give that uh, yeah you give two of the both of those four or five stars really love this and netflix algorithm will be like ah arcton lieben yeah sing higher and it's like no 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 what is it the life and times of ava braun ah oh. <laughs> well, no it's zombies it's they're on the moon it's oh yeah. shit and, right and see that's my problem is all the ufo shit that i watched and oh, they go Jesus. oh you're in the cons- <laughs> You're into conspiracies. Well, you like yeah. Nazis, too. It's like, no, I don't care about Nazis, but conspiracies. You don't even have to go that close. Somebody. I watched some history stuff, just some ancient history stuff, and, and they that. started throwing up alien shit and all that stuff. <laughs> well, ancient that was aliens, really weird. You know, yeah. There is somebody in charge of an algorithm that really loves the Nazis. <laughs> everything leads to the Nazis. It can't be nearly as bad as the Amazon Prime algorithm that was driving Torgo crazy the other day. He's like, look at this. This is all the shows it's recommending for me. And I'm like... Um, that doesn't seem like something you would watch at all. So what did you slip in, Jack? Get a little revenge? No. like when he stuffed your Netflix queue. <laughs> no, oh. is that what they call these days? You know, Stuffing the you have the you have the separate. <laughs> oh, channels. yeah, if you know yes. what I mean. Yes. yes. So now, now I no longer get the the uh, all the weird animation that Frankie wanted to watch right. showing up on my stuff. Thank right. God. See, and I've got my own thing now too. But every now and then, like I threw, I accidentally threw uh, Danger Five up on Anne's. Uh, oh dear! Thing and so she's got some weird <laughs> stuff coming her way. She's like, oh, damn it. oh man, damn that's it, awesome. Yeah, I watched. But New- Danger Five, you can watch Danger Five, and they send you Nazis, right? Because all about Nazi Nazi sure. Nude nuns with guns. That oh, just, that, 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 that ruined my algorithm I for saw weeks. That one. <laughs> that one there's a bunch of guns. like yeah. There's a bunch of like really. If you dig, if you dig into some Netflix, you got to go deep. <laughs> <laughs> there are some really shitty Go deep, 60s yo. and 70s uh, softcore. Yes, there is. <laughs> I think I've mentioned this before. Nude Nuns with Guns. I do not recommend it. <laughs> not, every woman that appears in it either dies or is raped within about two oh, minutes no! of appearance on the screen. Oh, so, oh Just a no. true exploitation Oh, it is film. awful. It's it, it was a train wreck that I was like, really? Is anybody? No, nobody's going to. Oh, every single one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Wow. But Andy, you stuck through it like a trooper. 
He's a journalist. He's a goddamn right, journalist. I, I Is there that. an end credit scene? I will find out. I hadn't watched anything really stupid in a while, and I was like, I'm going to watch something stupid, and it well, it fit the bill. It was dumb. Oh, hey, let me let me rate this five stars. Well, you need to see American Ninja Two or Enter the Ninja or both, uh, dude. Don't o- don't overdo it. Yeah, you want to talk? Hey, you, you want to talk about binge watching, dude? Enter the Ninja though. I can't get over it. I still haven't finished it. I gotta finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up to the credits. <laughs> the credits. Wow, allowed. that's a long ass movie. Yeah. <laughs> I developed the skill when the kids were young that I could oh, pop. Oh. A, I could pop in. A, I could pop in a. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow! Finish that sentence. Yeah. 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 I kind of want to leave it there to let's float around. And let everyone make their own, build their own adventure. <laughs> Build your own adventure with Andy's beginning of sentences. (laughs) You're a goddamn walking Mad Lib. (laughs) So I could put on whatever kid show, whatever Disney thing they're going to watch and fall asleep on the couch while they're watching it next to me. And I would wake up for the credits. Yeah. I could like, I trained myself to fall asleep for the entire movie. Wake up when I heard the credits. That's when they secretly discover. That's when they, all right, just start the movie. And as soon as dad's out, we can go do whatever. Right. <laughs> well, now they've got uh, a lot of those Disney DVDs have like Disney autoplay and it just loops and so you oh, just God. Oh, throw yeah. them on there and this, leave them kids for is, days. This is back in the days of VHS. <laughs> you guys want to eat yet? No? All right. That'd be fucking awesome. Andy wakes up like three days later. What the? There was a power outage and it shut off the DVR and oh, shit. <laughs> Any other things you want to get off your geeky chest this week, gentlemen? Hello. I went to the uh, Pirate Fest. That was fun. What happened at Pirate Fest? Uh, it was Pirate Fest and Fairy Fest and steampunk stuff. So it was all kinds wow. of... Yeah, it was like every bit of weird Renaissance Fair stuff that doesn't fit in a Renaissance Fair shoved into the one event. <laughs> is so that, more is fantasy this basically centric? like the yeah. people who don't fit into the Ren Fair? Right, yeah. <laughs> so Ouch! The people that even... Burn. The people even at the Ren Fair, they're going, even at the Las Vegas Ren Fair, which has drow... <laughs> They go, eh, that's not really a period. Now, take that somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, a Festivus for the rest of us. The, the pirate convention. Oh. Pirates and fairies and steampunks. Yep. Oh, fairies. I thought you said furries. Okay. No. Although, like where the hell were they now that I think of it? Yeah, really. I would have loved to have seen those anthropomorphic You know pirates. what? There was one. There was uh-huh. one furry. There was one, one, one guy in a fox costume I saw walking around. He was fox, a fox costume. costume. Yeah. Was he a pirate fox? He was a pirate fox, or yes. Or a steampunk. Fo- pirate fox. fox. Fairy fox. That sounds warm and sweaty and stinky. Fairy mm. Fox, that was Clint Eastwood. Reeking of baby powder. Oh, boy, you hope. <laughs> you fucking hope. Uh, a friend of mine put up a really interesting little uh, thing from one of her conventions that she went to, and uh, they had a cosplay hospital set up. Wow. So if you had problems with your your outfit, oh. like there was a place where you could go get duct tape and uh, you know sewing and all kinds of stuff. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, they had a room dedicated to the maintenance of fucked up cosplay outfits. <laughs> what did you think it was going to be, Andy? <laughs> You, I, I want to watch this TV show. Oh, I see. Cosplay <laughs> Hospital. Yes. You know, yes. actually, now that you mention it, I do too. Yeah. Cosplay Hospital oh, would God. be fan-fucking-tastic. That was great, Andy. I have to admit, I salute your, your disappointment when he clarified. Oh. The continuing story of Cosplay Hospital. Of a quack who's gone to the dogs. <laughs> 
<laughs> Power Girls. Oh, that was you so need good. To take what was my that called? What was that called? Muppet Hospital. Was this called Muppet Hospital? Uh, it was. It we was something on the Muppet to Show. Yeah. Muppet Hospital. No, no, the it wasn't Muppet Story. Of You're close, but yeah, that is not it. Gone to Doctor, that's not where his liver is. But it's where the liver is on a dog. Damn it! That's where we're going in. He was. Uh, <laughs> what was that thing called? Days of our dogs of our lives. Was that what it? Or I don't remember. No, I think it was something hospital. General Hospital. Yeah, hospital sounds right. But first words. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Meanwhile, Jeff has got his hands full. Genital yeah. hospital. Oh, yeah, shit. Genital hospital. Googling. We've got no one. Unfortunately, uh, K is No here. one to fact check, fact check Andy. Yeah. yeah. I did not give myself that name, by the way. Now that Genital hospital. No, fact check Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Genital hospital. It was thrust upon me. Yes, it was. And I can fact check fine if I have my computer in front of me, which is what I was doing before. <laughs> That's how I got the name. Right. Here, when I shoot from the hip, I'm just as inaccurate as the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all the more reason why your your nickname is perfect. Oh yeah. All right, we're moving into this news you don't give a shit about. Yay. Dean Israelite has signed on to direct <laughs> the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers reboot for Lionsgate. Israelite recently broke into the scene as the director from 2014's time travel tale Project Almanac. The hiring of Israel Light seems to indicate they'll be aiming for PG-13. And that's all I have for that. Veterinarian's Hospital. That was ah, it. Okay. Veterinarian is. Hospital. Get up in the morning, listen for breakfast. What? No. It's a song called no. The Israelites. That's why, oh. that's why I laughed. I mean, he said that the whole song went through my head. Gotcha. <clears throat> the whole song. The whole song, really quickly. Uh, news you don't give a shit about, Roland Emmerich has revealed that Brent Spiner of Star Trek The Next Generation fame, will be coming back for the Independence Day sequel. Following his role as quirky scientist Dr. Brackish Oaken in the 1996 original, uh, Spiner's return raises questions about the sequel since he seemingly died at the hands of an alien in the first film. The uh, sci-fi veteran will be joined by new addition Joey King, a 15-year-old actress best known for roles in The Conjuring, White House Down, and Oz the Great and Powerful. The rest of the cast includes Jeff Goldblum, Liam Hensworth, Jesse Usher, Charlotte Gainsbourg, Vivica A. Fox, and Travis Tope. Original star Bill Pullman, a.k.a. President Whitmore, is also rumored to be in talks. But no Will Smith. Definitely no Will Smith. Smith. That, that's well, he's got his hands full with Suicide Squad. Nah. And probably about five other projects. And trying to push his son on us. Oh. Really trying. Like him as an actor, please. Oh, wow. Please like my son. Please. That kid has the weirdest goddamn Twitter feed. I don't even you follow him. I don't follow him, but I but it gets posted. People post it on other things because he says the weirdest goddamn shit. It's like free verse like, poetry. Okay, so like like esoteric or just like stuff that doesn't make sense. It's like it's a beautiful evening, pancakes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, maybe his friend's nickname was Pancakes. <laughs> or maybe he had pancakes. You got to make night. whole stories to make any of this come near sense. <laughs> <laughs> News you don't give a shit about, gamers generally frown upon game purchasable enhancements to games that give a person an advantage over other players. I don't know where this is going. Uh, one such viable enhancement is for Mortal Kombat X, and it's getting some ink, easy fatalities. NetherRealm never hid the fact that they would be offering the DLC. It is said in the past that it was adding easy fatalities because some players found that pulling them off in the normal fashion too difficult. 
According to a report on Eurogamer, easy fatalities ditch those button combinations you have to perform in favor of one or two step button presses. NetherRealm made it so that you can actually earn easy fatalities through gameplay as well, but apparently it's a long slog. Uh, Eurogamer's Wesley Yin Poole said that he managed to unlock some by playing through a number of modes, earning in-game currency called coins with a K, and spending the said coins in the game's store. Quote, after a playthrough of the story and an hour or so spent with some of the tower modes, test your luck, and the test your might minigame, I had a number of easy fatalities unlocked for use, unquote. Uh, these easy fatalities are available in packs of 5 or 30. Five easy fatalities cost 99 cents, while 30 easy fatalities cost 4.99. Easy fatalities are available on PSN and Xbox Live, but not for Steam, that version of the game. So what's the problem then? Dude, that doesn't give advantage over anybody. No, it doesn't. It's not a it's it, it's totally fine in that side and they can charge for it if they want. It just sucks. <laughs> They're oh, charging okay. for it. There were older versions of Mortal Kombat that had easy fatality that you could unlock or that you could uh, turn that mode on. Mm -hmm. Uh, The handheld version on the DS gives you the fatalities on the lower screen, spells them out for you so you can quickly do them right there, easy reference. And all the fatalities will be spelled out in guidebooks and whatnot, uh, as they always are, and all over the fact codes. It's just a shame that they're charging for easy fatalities. But... That's fine. They got to make their money, so yeah. I don't have a problem with the easy fatalities, but yeah, charging for it just seems silly. I mean, I because I always had trouble pulling them off. Charging to unlock it permanently would be one thing. Charging to give me five or thirty times of doing it, yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's all it is—is five or thirty times of doing it. Yeah, they're expendable. You spend them basically. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Unlocked it. It's there. No, 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 no. That shit. No, 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 no. no. See, that's the difference. Oh wow, that's worse than I thought. Yeah, that's my understanding anyway. Is that it's that you? But even if it, they you consume them. But even if it is a permanent thing, it at this particular. Example, I don't have as much problem with, but if it's successful, it's opening the doors to all sorts of other games. It's like, oh, let's charge to op- open up things that are harder, and we'll make them harder to open up within the game itself. Right. A lot of what's happening in a lot of free-to-play stuff in iOS and in uh, Android, where, yes, you ca- it is a free-to-play game, but you have to put in ridiculous amount of hours or you can just skip it all and give us a couple bucks. Yeah, the freemium stuff, right? Exactly. If And yeah. so if you're doing that in a game that already costs $60, then it becomes criminal. They're going to cannibalize themselves with this behavior. And exactly like you're saying, not only will people stop buying $60 games because they realize, oh, that's a... $300 game if I actually want to get the content. Right. Um, but then the used market's going to be super weird because they're going to block all that content on the secondary thing. So it's going to be fucking, yeah, this is games are not in a good place right now at all. In my opinion, I am not happy with the next gen shit yet. There, there is a wrestling for the soul of video games happening right it's now. It's very weird. It's very, oh, very weird. Did of, you hear an, the <clears throat> other thing? I don't know if you talk, got this in there, but the ESRB and a couple other, um, uh, video game boards got together and talked about emulation for the sake of preservation as being tantamount to hacking. I did read a little something about that. I 
Are you I know it's. Serious? I'm watching it as developing, but yeah, for the sake of preservation of some of these old games that just simply cannot run on other old systems that don't exist anymore. Lots of hobbyists and enthusiasts have taken it upon themselves to rejigger and redo that those programs so they run on more modern systems and things like that. Well, it was it was more the the server based uh, games, like games that would not play unless there was a server that the game could connect with on the internet and games where they have shut where the manufacturer or the publisher has shut down those servers sure but whatever the case to, to where, hack those. yeah wherever the technology no longer exists to keep that game extant they are coming down and saying you're hackers and you're criminals and it's like dude no one's playing your 30 year old game number one number two this is this goes to the larger point of what I want to really rant about later, but I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, we'll come to but, that. But the guy was talking about it, and he's like, if this gets enforced and they stop these hobbyists from preserving these works, we are going to lose, you know, decades of information and creative art to the sands of time. It's fucked up, man. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know the Electronic Frontier Foundation is on it. They're trying to get a, a law written that would make a special exception for games that have had the you know the the publisher support. Down. I hope that's the case. I feel like um, they were in on this condemning statement too, but maybe not. Yeah. I, I know so little about this, and and, and, I, and even I go, oh no, that's not right. They should be able to, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it's like you know. Originally bound books and shit. Let's keep right. going. Let's keep going. <laughs> well, let's let take a left turn because you mentioned wrestling. You can take down your shrine to George Animal Steel. He's still alive. I knew it. <clears throat> I knew it. <laughs> I hoped it. I don't have a shrine. I just got his action figure. And a candle burning in front of it. Well, <laughs> shrine enchanted luck omen. <laughs> Potato, potato. And it looks beautiful in that light. The taken out of it. Oh, boy. I forgot about all the turnbuckle eating. <laughs> His figure comes with the mine doll, the little mine, mine. It was a later thing. And his sweatshirt, too. I don't have him in his sweatshirt, any, but he's all hairy. It's Does awesome. it come with Miss Elizabeth? Does not come with Miss Elizabeth. I still have yet to get a Miss Elizabeth figure. She's one of the keys that I'm missing. I did just acquire a chic. Woo-hoo. Love my Iron Sheik. I did watch Which, that it's documentary. So it's good so stuff, dying, isn't it? Yeah. It's really good. Very compelling and really heartrending in the middle. Yeah. Wow. He comes through it, though. Yes, he and does. And now he is hilarious on Twitter. I fuck your ass. Yep. <laughs> I fuck your ass. Put you in camel clutch. <laughs> Make you respect. Respect the champion. <laughs> Wicked geek. Oh. Yay. Yeah. Fuck your ass. <laughs> Did you ever see that? They didn't have it in the documentary. There's a there's a, a thing with the Sheik talking on a YouTube video where he's got Hogan in a camel clutch, and he has got the craziest boner that you have ever seen in your life. Have you seen it? No. No. Look up. Is that what you look up Sheik boner? Look up Sheik boner, man. <laughs> and like the, the interviewers are like. You got a boner going on there, Sheik. Were you excited? He's like, I put him in camel clutch. <laughs> and no, no, I just, I just how I look. <laughs> man, you got to fucking watch. It's funny, Although man. if I put in Sheik Boner, I'm really afraid yeah. of what YouTube's going to suggest for me. Now. I'm going to see what Sheik Boner brings for me oh, from YouTube. No. Oh, boy. I'll, I'll, I'll take this bullet. This, next time you, the next so time you'll hear will be the sound of his phone crashing from Bernard Airport. <laughs> 
Marvel head Kevin Fige was recently doing a press round to promote Avengers Age of Ultron when he spoke of what fans can expect from the Spider-Man deal. First, Fige confirmed reports that the Marvel Cinematic Universe version of the character will be Peter Parker, and they're aiming for actors who are 15 to 16 years old. Studio plans to reset the character back to high school in an effort to tell more of those youthful stories that haven't been told yet in the other two franchises based on the character. Quote, we want to play with Spider-Man in the high school years because, frankly, there have been five Spider-Man films. And the amazing thing about it, even though there's been five Spider-Man films, there are so many things from the comics that haven't been done yet. Uh, not just characters or villains or supporting characters, but sides to his character. The most obvious being young doesn't quite fit in kid before his powers. And then the fellow that puts on the mask and swings about and fights bad guys and doesn't shut up, which is something we want to play with and that we're excited about. They started to get there with Garfield. Yeah, they started, but then they just advanced it fast. Assholes. Yeah. Dummies. And that also makes him a very, very different from any of our other characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is something else we want to explore. How unique he is now put against these other characters. Uh, Fige goes on to say they plan to just jump in and start telling Spider-Man stories. Quote, it will not be an origin story. But with great power comes great responsibility. It is inherent to who his character is. But we want to reveal it in different ways and spend much more time focusing on this young high school kid in the MCU dealing with his power. There is a young kid already running around New York City in a homemade version of the Spider-Man costume in the MCU currently. You just don't know it yet. That's great. Unquote. Okay, so yeah, look up Sheik Boner. <laughs> <laughs> comes right back up. to the really important comes, stuff. Right, comes up. right up check it out everybody comes right up it's very tidy and nobody else can see it but us <laughs> oh and, and he's showing it to us right he now he puts him in the camel clutch you see it did you see that wiener happening. i just saw a blue I, bar I'm, right across really where his crotch was i'm really far away from your phone so hogan right now is like what later. the hell is that in my back <laughs> right <laughs> Norm- <laughs> normally i'd say i check see it out see it see it I, Did no. you miss it? <laughs> oh, you got to see it. I'm watching Postage Stamp Theater something's right now. Po- post, something's poking me in the back of the head. It's, I, I know I'm going to watch it later. All right. Look up <laughs> Sheik Boner, guys. Look I'm up everybody. Sheik Boner. Paul, Paul, will not put up a I am not going to watch it later. Oh. <laughs> 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 Oh, you say that now. <laughs> you, told me bed, up, like, you told me to go to Klingon porn one time and there was none. I, I said, look up Klingon yes, porn? Yes, you did. Oh, I don't know. I've never watched Klingon porn. Well, in the climax, like, <laughs> when they climax, like, kapla! <laughs> Kaplop! <laughs> Kaplop! Kasplurt! Now I, I want to do porno comics and have that be the side effect when people come. <laughs> Kabla. Kabla. <laughs> Success. But I absolutely love Fige's last oh. sentence of how in the MCU there's this kid running around in a homemade costume already. You just don't know it. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And that makes me think they'll go along the lines of the way they've uh, treated it. And I think they are more like the ultimate Spider-Man, the Bendis run, Bendis and Bagley, uh, where uh, Nick Fury is the connection. You know, he's like, hey, kid, f- stop it. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, scary guy. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, fucking stop it. 
<laughs> yeah, that was a really intense told, drama there. Really you got to see it. You got to see it. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, f- hey, kid, stop it. Fuck you. Okay, you better quit. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Marvel Cinematic don't, Universe don't Theater presents. Yes. And I don't hope that scene goes for five there. minutes. That is another thing I really liked about Daredevil is the fact that it very much takes place in a Marvel Cinematic Universe, but they don't rub it in your face. You know, there's like, yeah. you can see. You think they, he they pops mention- up in Avengers 2? Who, Daredevil? Yeah. I don't think Probably he pops up not. in Avengers 2, but think? I think you'll see him eventually. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, like, you see things Avengerly? like... You'll see things Eventually. like the uh, the uh, newspaper headlines about the, the alien attack, or right. or I mean, the reason Fisk is rebuilding parts of the city is because they were destroyed by um, the, by the attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there was some reference to something that was on a TV screen in the background of a window as the as the characters were walking by. I have yet to go back to 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 check that, but uh, yeah, it's it's like full little, 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 little Easter eggs. Yeah. Chic boner, what the hell? Oh it's in this yeah, chic boner. <laughs> I put you in camel clutch and fuck your ass. Matt, take a look at. Oh, sorry. Chic <laughs> boner. He's the one, the one with the boner of chic. Yo, oh, boy. And there was also the revelation that happened this week from Mark Ruffalo, because he was asked why there was no Hulk standalone movie thus far in the MCU going forward. Uh, it turns out Universal has a big chunk of that still. Wow, yeah. really? So, yep. and that's why they don't have the standalones. Or Marvel. Betty Ross not is not in there. It's only a matter long. of time. Not I say it's long. only a matter of time. They are the omnipresent Disney now, and Disney will own whatever it wants at this point. The, the, they're such a money-making machine right now. And dude, as soon as Star Wars is done, as soon as Star Wars is done, they're going to have such cash reserves to just, oh, they're going to buy it all back. <laughs> buy it all back. Get Spidey <laughs> locked back down. Get the Fantastic Four back. Get it all back. Oh, all oh, Marvel. Baby got back. Oh, baby got back. You I can't wait. wait. You wait and see. Ten years from now, maybe, or so, Superman versus the Hulk. <laughs> I can stand that. Yeah. When Marvel owns DC. Oh. Ooh, what? Wow. Wait, what? Did, How did about I just, that? Did I just hear Professor Biggs scream? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it sounded like a girl who got her skirt trapped in a door, then yes. No, I, ironically, it sounded like, no. <laughs> Because now Disney owns pigs. <laughs> well, it's been a while. It's uh, been quiet for a while now, but Sony Pictures and MRC have cut a deal to co-finance the first installment of the planned series of films based on Stephen King's ambitious series, The Dark Tower. The first film will apparently be based closely on the book, The Gunslinger, following Roland Deschain as he makes his way through the frightening world of magic and horror. Uh, the current sk- script, written by Akiva Goldsman and Jeff Pinkter, who did Fringe, and it's apparently been totally reconceived in comparison to previous drafts. Uh, no word on who will direct, though the studios are apparently keen to get this one on the fast track, so additional information should be forthcoming. Uh, longtime developer Ron Howard is still attached as producer, could potentially direct. A companion television series is also in development under MRC. That, uh, that's that been one of the potential plans for the franchise dating back to around 2010 when a trilogy was conceived to potentially run alongside two television seasons to fill the void between films. Uh, the book series is arguably one of the most expansive efforts ever attempted by King, and fans have been clamoring for a film adaptation for years. It's taken this long largely because the story is so huge and sprawling there's no way to cram it into a film. 
Uh, oh, not to mention that the, something this big is also extremely expensive. Hence the trilogy plus television run. So if they can pull it off, it could be one of the most ambitious genre works in history. And I think this whole decision has everything Avengers to thank for it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I think once they saw that happening, this became a no brainer. Mm-hmm. This is the first one they've listed that actually has an excuse to Avenger. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Absolutely. So I'm glad to see that finally on the move. I, I, I say that knowing just about the story peripherally. I have not read those books. They're, they're very good, I understand. Yes, okay. I, haven't, I haven't finished them all, but everything I've read thus far, very fascinating, very creative. Interesting. Uh, I stalled in Wolves of Kala, but... Uh, so I hadn't even gotten that far, so... Yeah. Drawing of the Three was rough. I even bought an audiobook version of it because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just, I can't read this some bitch. So I would like, I'll listen to it. And eventually I got to where I was like, God, I can't even listen to this some bitch. <laughs> wow. Drawing of the Three, I remember really enjoying that one. Really? Yeah. You're weird. I am weird. This is true. Uh, Ryan Gosling, guy in Drive, Place Beyond the Pines, is in talks to star in The Haunted Mansion for Guillermo del Toro. Uh, they've been hanging out a lot. They went to Disneyland together back in February. Last month, Del Toro hosted a South by Southwest panel with Gosling to promote his directorial, directorial debut, Lost River. Uh, Gosling has also some Disney history. He was a Mouseketeer in the early 90s and co-starred in the studio hit sports drama Remember the Titans back in 2000. Uh, no word yet on when we'll see the film. Uh, DVD Vincentis, who wrote High Fidelity and Gross Point Break, uh, boy, gross point blank is working on the script for the project, uh, but I never saw the Eddie Murphy haunted no, mansion. No. It was awful, and it's kind of screwed a friend of mine over. It's pretty. It's pretty terrible. Well, most screw things. your friend. Most uh, things. My friend John Bean Hastings worked on the uh, um, uh, the did a comic actually Slave Labor Graphics did a, a haunted mansion comic book, mm-hmm. and it was all anthologies and it was all stories about the ghosts and how they got to be the ghosts and that sort of thing. And it was a nice little read. And there were plans to do a bunch of them, and then that movie kind of killed the whole franchise. Uh, yeah, of course. Gone. Yeah, because there's, uh, what, 999 different stories you could tell. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then one more. And yes. it's you! <laughs> the ghost is you! Now, Haunted Mansion, one of my favorite rides to have ever existed. Yeah. In the play. It is the ultimate ghost train ride. Yeah. And if anybody can do it justice, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, he has a room in I don't trust him it. as far as I can throw him anymore. Aww. Oh. It's Pacific Rim. Aww. It's all Pacific Rim. Wow. I don't, you know what? I think on it, I don't really care for the Hellboy movies. What? I don't own the yeah, Hellboy no, movies Yeah, no, he's said that before. Uh, I don't, I, I, the only del Toro picture I really like is Pan's Labyrinth. Hmm. That's it. Wow. I appreciate his nerdy attitude. But Pan's Labyrinth is the only thing of his that I'm really like, yeah, that's really good. Oh, and The Orphan, I guess. The Orphanage? Uh, the Orphanage, yeah. That's really good, too. That mm. is really good. So, thinking on the or- but thinking on those two, those are both ghost stories, so he'll do fine. Yeah, yeah. and he has a room in his house dedicated to it. Like to the re- Haunted Mansion? To the Haunted Mansion. Oh, we're so, good. So I don't know if he's so <laughs> in love with. Yeah. I don't know if he'll do it this tour, but the last tour I saw, Weird Al out. There is a point where they just went to a whole breakdown. Where they started doing all this weird shit in unison. And in the middle of it, they started doing the great green grinning ghost. The, ah, yeah. They, they started doing that. And you know, the whole the whole band is doing it in unison. It's like tight, tight uh, harmony. It's impressive. Love it. 
Is, is that one of his polka breakdowns? Uh, no, it's like the it's. Yeah. I think it might have started as one of those things they do when things get screwed up and they just jump into it. But they start with the uh, um, like three suits sing, and it's this whole this routine that it, the Sid Stooges did. They do that, and then they okay. break in a bunch of other things. Yeah, they, it's a string of different like uh, pieces of different properties. Right, right. The, the Haunted Mansion, but it, it's not parody. It's all of them, them doing no. a version of it, and it's really yeah. tight. Tight. Cool. So it looks like Gosling will be starring in it once this thing kicks in. Speaking of Weird Al, he's got an autograph signing at the at the link here in Vegas uh, on Saturday. Saturday? I thought Uh-oh. it was uh, Thursday. Oh, uh, sorry, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. you're right. Okay. It is Thursday. Oh, yeah. Thursday is the sixth. I've already got my tickets for that show, so I'm good. It ain't special. I got mine too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I still need to get tickets. Uh, you may be out of luck, but I might oh, be. Oh shit! You have to go to Laughlin with us. Yeah. Is that where you're going? Yeah. Well, I'm going to both because I am a nerd. Wow. <laughs> I'm a music nerd more than a weird music nerd more I'm than just probably anything. Right. It's just me. Ain't that the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't go a week without losing somebody cool. This week we lost Herb Trimpey, comic uh. book legend known for his seven-year run on The Incredible Hulk and for being the first artist to draw Wolverine in a Marvel comic. He passed right. away Monday at the age of 75. Mm. And he pretty much drew about every Marvel character that ever existed yep. in his career. I think uh, I was seeing a cover of Shogun Warriors he did, which is something we talked about recently. Oh, yeah. 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 Brian Singer has confirmed that Olivia Munn has joined the cast of X-Men Apocalypse as Betsy Braddock, a.k.a. X-Men team member Cyclock. Psylocke. Is that? So Psylocke. 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 Wow. Her what one time o- is it, boy? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? All I know although I know what time it is. All yeah, my Chuck, life. you gotta tell him Cyclock. All my life I've been calling her Cyclock. Really? Is that right? Yeah. Did you hear wow. us talk about that on Ice I was gonna Cream say, Social? I, I was week? gonna mention it. The one for me was Ari. Ari. I would read it as Ari and I would hear the word Ari and I thought there were two different words. We were talking about that on Ice Cream Social last week. Every time I read uh, Hermione back in the Potter books, way back before the movies came out, I thought it was Hermoine. Hey, Amoyne, where are you going? Oh, I'm going over to the store, get some chocolate frogs. You want to come with me? All right, Amoyne, I'll join you. You're a bit of a cute bird, Amoyne. Austin Powers, the Harry Potter years. Yeah. (laughs) So, yes, Psylocke, thank you. My my life's forever changed. Clock. <laughs> Olivia Munn in that. Now, see if you watch she's comic gonna look, book, she's man, gonna you look good. Ooh, yeah. Whether yeah. she's gonna pull it off. Yeah. I, but you know what? She can't be as bad as January Jones in that. <laughs> so this has been going on for years. This was my dad when he was reading comics in the forties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Namor. Is it Namor. Oh, okay. Well, how do you pronounce his uh, superhero name? Namor. Submariner. The Submariner. Submariner. Yeah. My dad spent a long time wondering if it was a Submariner or a Submariner. The Submariner. Submariner. Yeah. You, yeah were, the Submariner. Yep. A lot say that. I eat submarines. <laughs> Sandwiches. I'm a Submariner. In a yellow submarine. We all live in a yellow submariner. If you don't know Olivia Munn, she broke into the scene in the geeky series Attack of the Show and eventually went on to The Daily Show and was in Magic Mike. She also played a role in HBO's The Newsroom. It's worth noting that Munn also had a minor role in Iron Man 2 as Chess Roberts, meaning she'll be hitting both sides of the Marvel properties. Uh, the character Psylocke has been kicking around in the comics since 1976. <laughs> kicking and was around! Initially introduced as the sister to Captain Britain. She is typically portrayed as having psychic powers, hence Cyclock. 
Uh, recognition, <laughs> telepathy, tele- telekinesis. Character previously showed up in a minor cameo in X-Men The Last Stand, and thanks to the new timeline, it'll likely be ignored. So. Ah, yes. Yes, good. Because I'm the juggernaut, bitch. I yeah. locked you down. Psych! Oh, Vinnie Jones. Do it. The blue knot juggernaut. <laughs> I, I will bitch. say, I, I would have been scared for this news had I not seen the newsroom. She was actually yeah. really good in the newsroom. She was. Dude, she's funny. She's smart. She's gonna look great. She'll do fine. She's but hot. Does that so mean she'll they're gonna bring? Nice. Does that mean they're gonna bring Captain Britain in somehow? I I, th- I think that's kind of been erased since. Is that still a thing? I have no. Oh, idea. is that one of those siege perilous things where they rewrite everything? They always rewrite everything. He, oh man, he is. I believe he is currently gone. Oh I man, think, but you know, I don't know if Alan Davis ever makes a movie. Eh, Captain Britain will be back. <laughs> Wonder Woman no longer has a director. Michelle McLaren has officially left the project. What? Warner Brothers released a generic statement regarding McLaren's reason for leaving. Quote, given creative differences, Warner Brothers and Michelle McLaren have decided not to move forward with plans to develop and direct Wonder Woman together. Unquote. Some rumors about specifics have been circulated by Badass Digest, including clashes between McLaren and Warner Brothers over the time period in which the film would be set, and some choices that had potentially alienating existing fans, a.k.a. Uh, Tiger Sidekick, for example. Uh, when McLaren first took the gig... <laughs> a Tiger You <laughs> got me. Uh, Last got- I knew it was being set in the f- 1940s. I gotta so. see some pussy in this picture, <laughs> no matter what it takes. <laughs> I don't She's got an invisible jet. We're gonna have lots of upshots. <laughs> yeah. All right, now, so if, my, if I'm understanding this... You don't necessarily need to see the pussy. You just need to see something that's going to make the joke 18 times about the pussy. Absolutely. Gotcha. Batman's got to come in there and go, hey, Wonder Woman, how's your pussy today? <laughs> or or Superman's flying by and he's like, did I just see Wonder Woman's pussy? <laughs> and Bronze Tiger could be like, oh, did I just fuck some pussy? <laughs> <laughs> now wait, can we give uh, can we give her uh, a, a, a rooster too? Absolutely. Okay. Is then Superman's flying by. Hey, did I just see Wonder Woman's cock? <laughs> <laughs> Batman comes in. Hey, Wonder Woman, how's your cock today? <laughs> <laughs> nicely, nicely. I pitched it out to you and let it go, and it went just where I wanted it to. It was beautiful. Thank you. How's your cock and your <laughs> pussy? You hermaphroditic. <laughs> you were going to say bitch. Woman? No, you were going to say I bitch. Say I saw it. I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because that wouldn't be appropriate because he's hermaphroditic. Ah, okay. That's not the appropriate derogatory term for a he yeah, she. Really. <laughs> Nothing's worse than following up a whole bunch of pussy references with bitch. <laughs> I well, got class. <laughs> Because dogs and cats fight. Dogs and roosters fight. This is it's disappointing. It is. It is. Means it. But you know, I'm being I'm being exaggerating for the sake of comedy. But you know, that's what's going on. There are blowhard men trying to make this the sexy Wonder Woman show. More cleavage, right? And it's like, no, let's make it an interesting hero thing. It's like, ah, well, how about she's, you know, she's all can she fight in a bikini right, the whole time? Right, 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 right. How many people does she? How many dudes does she kiss? They just, uh, 
Yeah. They just don't know what to do with strong female characters. Well, also, they, it's a DC yeah, character. That's, yeah. They're fucked okay, from the there jump. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was going to come soon. And, and that character the, has the, the weirdest goddamn the origins distance. of creation. Yeah. The whole bondage thing is built into the character in the get-go. So it's it's like, super yeah, weird. weird. Also, she's kind of a goddess. She's definitely from the Isle of Lesbos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, or what's the island called? <laughs> Thin mascara. <laughs> Thin mascara. <laughs> Island of Lesbos. It is Thin mascara now, isn't it? It was Paradise Island when it used to be. Used to be Paradise Island. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Thin mascara. And then it was Lesbos. Did you see the uh, cartoon? It's like uh, it's Superman and Wonder Woman are being shot out with bullets, and she's bouncing <laughs> them off with the. She's bouncing them off with her bracelets. And he's like, "Aren't you basically invulnerable?" Because yeah. So why are you knocking the bullets off with your bracelets? And she puts her hands up, and the bullets start bouncing off her tits, and they start bouncing and jiggling, and the criminals start laughing. She's like, now you see? All right, got it. It's <laughs> funny. I, I mean, my understanding was she's able to redirect them that way. Well, I think Like a, yeah, like a lightsaber so. deflection shot. I don't think she was bulletproof originally. I, I well, think that that's part of it, later. too. But, well, yeah, she couldn't fly. She yeah. wasn't bulletproof. She didn't have an invisible plane. She didn't have a cock and a pussy. But, uh, you know, <laughs> comic Rooster change. and tiger. Rooster and tiger. Comic change. <laughs> Wonder Woman's Rooster and Tiger show. We'll be back after these messages. Cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> Roar. <laughs> it's Satur- part of the Saturday morning splash. So. <laughs> oh god. Only on Disney XD. The XD is for dick. The D means dick, X means extra. Check it out in the splash zone. Extra dick. You're ready for getting splashed with extra dick on XD. Only here on Disney. Disney XD. The X is for extra. The D means dick. Extra dick. Splash zone. Plow. Right in your face every Saturday morning. Coming your way. Splash zone dick. Get some while it's hot. X zone dick. XD. <laughs> splash zone. X zone dick. <laughs> wow. Splash dig zone D. Cause yeah, Disney. The oh, fabulous yeah. adventures wow. of Wonder Woman's cat and rooster will be back. <laughs> After this message dicks. from Disney XD, you're in the splash zone. <laughs> I just want to draw a picture of a cat and a rooster walking along and you know, four or five pounds of nothing. And then the cock turning to the rooster, the the tiger and going. I won't do it if you won't do it. Well, that's <laughs> that's you know that's that old T-shirt of cock pussy. Yeah, dick pussy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they're looking at each other. There's a rooster and a cat, and the rooster is getting called a cock, and the cat's getting called a right. Pussy. You had me say till she had dick pussy. And I was trying to remember what that T-shirt looked like. That's that's <laughs> Richard Nixon looking at a cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> there. Yeah, I like that one. Anything else to that, Torgo? Nope. Damn it. Mark Miller has inked a deal with Lorenzo Di Bonaventura. This is the uh, brainchild behind Transformers and G.I. Joe. Oh, this is going to be awesome, whatever it is. To adapt the ambitious superhero comic Jupiter's Legacy into a film script. Jupiter's Legacy. From Kick-Ass. That's my favorite swear, true believers. (laughs) 
<laughs> if Stan Lee wrote for DC. I did write for DC <laughs> for 10 weeks, 10 arduous weeks. I was there on the front lines. I left the confines of the comfortable bullpen and went over to the distinguished competition to see if they could use any of the Stan Lee magic touch. They said, no thanks, asshole. And I... <laughs> <laughs> headed back home, tail between my legs. But boy, what an exciting ten week run it was. It is indicative that none of those things those they never brought those characters back after that. That's right. <laughs> uh, from Kick Ass to Kingsman Secret Service, Miller's properties have proven to have solid box office appeal. The ongoing comic has been published since 2013 and tells a multi-generational tale about superheroes that dates back to the 1920s. Superheroes. It's a deeply personal story focused deeply on personal. failure and what it means to live up to the legacy of a parent's <laughs> accomplishments. All filtered through the lens of a superhero epic. Superhero. <laughs> T. Bonaventura <laughs> said the project appealed to him because of the emotional weight of the family dynamic. Emotion. And liken the concept to Shakespeare with superpowers. Shakespeare. That's all. Great Jupiter's <laughs> legacy. I want to turn that power to good somehow. I'm finding some way to. I want to find some way to exploit there's your Stanley from our, for the Vegas Valley Comic Festival. Okay, good luck, true believer. Oh boy, it's a real challenge you've got ahead of you. Make this <laughs> worth anything, please. I'm just trying to figure out how to get you into a Stanley costume. Oh. <laughs> It'd have to be an extra large. <laughs> Add another X to that. A four X. Oh. Oh. A four be, Because of my cock. Why are you bringing your rooster along? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Why are you bringing your rooster along the con? I love poultry. <laughs> one, would say one would say you're poultry in motion. I am poultry in motion. <laughs> I blinded you with science. Is that what you're calling? When I wrote for the Fantastic Four. I thought you blinded me with a paw. I wrote for the Fantastic Four, and they said, get out of here, asshole. Take a hike, Stan Lee. This is Stan Lee taking a fucking hike. Oh, boy. What a week. Stan Lee's had a week. Well, the main casting is complete. Captain America and Agent Carter star Dominic Cooper has been rumored to play Jesse Custer on AMC's Preacher. Now it looks like it's a done deal. The rap claims the actor has actually signed on the dotted line yet, but that it was that it was considered, quote, a mere formality. Seth Rogen tweeted that they finally had their Jesse Custer. Custer Which is, one's this guy? Uh, he's the guy that played uh, uh, Iron Man's father. What? Oh, okay. Oh, he was, uh, yeah. Uh, Stark Senior. Yeah, Stark Senior. Howard Hughes. Howard Stark. Mm -hmm. Howard Stark. Right. Howard yeah. Hughes. Howard Hughes. Uh, Jesse Custer is a conflicted pe preacher in a small Texas town who becomes merged with a supernatural creature that escaped heaven, an entity that was birthed from an angel and a demon. He then finds himself with the power of the Word of God. In the wake of this, Custer embarks on a journey to find God alongside his ex-girlfriend Tulip, played by Ruth Nega from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and an Irish vampire named Cassidy, played by Joseph Gilgun from Misfits. Cast will also include Ian Coletti from Rake as Arseface, and Lucy Griffiths from True Blood as Emily Wood uh, Woodrow. 
Uh, this one I don't recognize, and it makes me nervous. That Emily Woodrow is a no-nonsense single mother of three. Emily's a waitress, the church organist, bookkeeper, and Jesse's loyal right hand. Stoic and strong, wise beyond her years. What? She can't help but have a little thing for preacher Jesse. What? That makes me really nervous. I thought they... What? So they built in a romance because two up doesn't work. There is a... Oh, God. There, it's going to be bad. What? Well, I mean, it's going to be bad. You can't adapt that. You can't do it. Seth Rogen can't do it. Well, oh, no, it'll, it'll, it'll be to. every bit as good as uh, as uh, Green Hornet. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> Why? But I know. It's, it's so confusing, that character. Why did he do Green Hornet even? That's the weirdest thing. Go on. I don't... Okay. Wow. <laughs> I don't... They're putting in a romance, but there's already a... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, that don't... It's the whole thing is the triangle between the three of them. Now it's a quadrangle. Bar, or a square. A square. <laughs> now it's fucking square. Well, it's hip to be square. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh. <laughs> You've been misinformed. <laughs> You're trying to tell me Huey Lewis lied to me? Straight up. Bastard. <laughs> Ain't no living in a perfect world. Ooh. All you need is a couple of days off, Andy. Uh, that's the power of love. <laughs> I think he needs a new drug. Oh, I need to watch more sports. Well, I know what I like to do. Continue on. Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is delivering strong ratings for ABC, averaging more than 7 million viewers with DVR playba- playback featured in. And according to a new report, that's led to consideration of a spinoff. Entertainment Weekly reports that a spinoff of the series is quietly developing at ABC under the guidance of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. executive producer Jeffrey Bell and writer Paul Bazuski. Hmm. There is a no word on who the spinoff would feature, what it would be called, or what direction it would take, but the report notes that future S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 2 storylines will lay the groundwork for whatever the spinoff concept turns out to be. And I think there's only like four episodes to do that in. I haven't seen any of the second season. My, if, based on the first season, I'd love to see a Deathhawk series. Uh, as for ABC's other Marvel shows, uh, EW reports that S.H.I.E.L.D. is pretty much guaranteed to be back for season three, while the chances of the acclaimed period thriller Agent Carter returning are roughly 60% at this point. Uh. And in other news with DC, Constantine was officially axed this week. Uh. Uh. So. Yeah, no more Constantine. This is sad. They, no they kind of figured it out by the end, but by then I guess it was too late. No no uh, rumor of transferring? Not else? not at all. It seems to be just done. Yeah, I was uh, going to say, yeah. they, supposedly they were shopping it around to other Comcast or NBC Universal networks, but I'm going to no sit takers. there and quietly hope that if somebody picks it up. We yeah, can hope. We will I'm, hope. I'm going to keep that warm fuzzy inside me. Sure. I mean, uh, you always have the comics. It's all right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Shield is doing really well right now. I I really like this Inhuman storyline that they're in right now. So, and you know, there's just so much that they can touch on that you know it's got some real potential. So, so you feel that's laying that. the groundworks for the Inhumans movie coming up? Uh, it could be, and it could also be the, what the spinoff is. Who knows? Hmm. Battlestar Galactica, Oculus, and Riddick star Katie Sackhoff will star in a new sci-fi drama called Rain. Sackhoff has written the film and is also executive producer. Sackhoff will play the title character, a soldier of the future who sees firsthand how the long-term effects of global warming, the burning of fossil fuels, and scientific experimentation with the balance of nature itself begin to have repercussions for the evolution of the human race. And that's that. That's all we know. 
Katie Sackhoff said, fine, I'm going to cast me in your superhero movies. I'll make my own movie. Okay. That's... that's what that's what else has yeah. she written? I don't know. There you go. Yeah. Journalist Andy going right for the... Come on, fact check. That, that, is, that is the point there. <laughs> Major feature and you haven't written anything else, that's tricky. It is tricky. Yeah. Although she was really good in that Power Ranger, Dark Power Rangers short movie. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I really uh, love that director and the work he does. Yeah. For that bootleg universe, I believe it's called. Did you, anybody see the 007 one? No. No, I didn't they, see that one. That was actually challenged, and the animation was pulled down, but they put it back up as storyboards. It's a story about Sean Connery's 007 after retirement. It's incredible. It's really, really? dark. Really dark. Incredible, though. Hmm. Okay. Anything in that bootleg universe is amazing. Same guy that did the, the Punisher Dirty Laundry. Right. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, is, that's, that, uh, is that how you find it? Bootleg Universe? Bootleg that... Universe will get you there. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Bill Paxton will play disbarred Florida attorney Jack Thompson in the new <laughs> BBC film about Grand Theft Auto and Rockstar Games. Wow. Really? The film is based on David Kushner's 2012 book, Jacked, the Outlaw Story of Grand Theft Auto. It is set to begin filming in South Africa next week. According to Deadline, quote, he got, Howard, uh, uh, he got Howard Stern kicked off the radio and took on two live crew. There'd be a gag order, and he, he'd still go on talk shows. He would write these hateful letters to people. He was litigating. He was just too emotionally caught up in it. Paxton tells Deadline about his role as the anti-game lawyer. Uh, Thompson and Rockstar are longtime adversaries. He first sued Rockstar in 2003 and continued to take aim at them publicly and in court up till 2008 when he was disbarred by the state of Florida. So, yeah, you're going to get a whole fictional retelling of the, that whole event set. Hooray. So. <laughs> Jerk store gets movie. <laughs> Film at 11. The Jack Chick movie's coming You know, next. I haven't read oh, that. Oh, speaking <laughs> of which, dude. Well, go tell me. Go tell me what. Well, as I was, uh, as I was working... I did uh, Alibi on Saturday. Okay. Oh, really? So, I yeah. That. So I, I did the little mime role. Um, and uh, I uh, got um, I got a chick track. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. They straight up. Like someone handed you a chick track. Yeah, we had Which were one? two guys walking around holding crosses, carrying giant crosses with wheels on the back of them. And I wanted to be like, you're cheating, dudes. But, uh, <laughs> but, you should uh, have. Should have, but uh, yeah, it was it was ridiculous. But I was miming, I was doing my thing, and uh, and I was I was pretending to fish, and they're like, "We're doing the same thing, only we're fishers of men." Like, <laughs> eat a dick. Uh, yeah, I was like, "Oh boy," um, but they tossed something in my bucket, and I was just like, you know, nodding my head, thank you. I didn't even look because I'm busy doing my shit. And then later I looked, and I'm like, oh, it's a chick track. And then I went. You know what? You really give me something here. It's it's called the uh, the outsider or the outcast. Yep. You know that one. Yep. About the I whore. Know yeah, I yep. think I know yep. that one. That's a hell of a chick track, man. There, I you know what? I celebrate whenever I receive one. They're nuts. They are the best. In they are bananas. Comics. Yeah. Just. Yep. I've got a pretty good collection of them. I yeah. There, yeah. there, there was a store in New Bedford when I was in college that you could just buy them for like seven cents a piece. So I just like started picking through the whole catalog. What a deal. Seven cents. What town? 1940. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Back when there was, prices. There, were, there was copper in them since. <laughs> and if you don't want to you know, pay or wait to find them, you can actually go online to Chick's website and read them all for free. It's not the same thing. It is not the same. You got to hold them in your little hands. There is something special about that that's priceless. Do you have the book Imp? Oh, actually, it's Seven Cents. Do I have, sorry? <laughs> the book Imp? I don't think I have it. It's kind of an expose of Jack Chick that's uh, written. It's it's in the same scale. It's in, it's the same format as a Chick track, but it's bigger. Really? Yeah. I have not even heard of it. Imp. I'll see if I can find it. Please do. Yeah. I want to read that badly. <laughs> now let's see what else is going on in the news. Oh, here we go. This is this is Paul's cue. Uh, Simpsons showrunner Al Jean has revealed that Fox is discontinuing disc releases of the long-running cartoon. Whoa! When you weren't kidding, look 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 at the oh look no at the he rage. Would, I, I saw him look rant about rage. this. I saw him rant about this last night, and he was nowhere near any nerds. The studio doesn't believe there is a point to hard copies at this stage. Now that you can watch Simpsons online, it, quote, made more sense to focus on Internet services. With the show constantly airing around the world and in heavy rotation on FXX, it's a bit more accessible than other series, even though DVD and Blu-ray are still big business. The Simpsons' long run and availability makes it a unique case, but the rise of apps and streaming services bidding for rights means that other season-by-season TV box sets could follow. It's bad news for completionists that value having an offline copy, and so far there is no good replacement for that. Oh, Paul's got a sap. Well, I hate this. I hate this. This is what I've been worried about from the get-go. This is why I still buy physical media. They are going to, and Al Jean hates this too. Yes, yes, he does. Right? I mean, like these guys, these guys know what's going on here. We are burning the library at Alexandria, guys. We are fucking shit up. We need physical copies in common people's hands. We do not need corporations holding the keys to all entertainment from this point on. You want interesting, odd stuff to be seen? We're all going to have to become pirates in the next generation. Not that we aren't already. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what this is, too. Maybe this is corporations going, well, they're all stealing it from us anyway. Fuck them. So they're going to fuck even the last few holdouts that have been 17 years I've been buying these goddamn discs. Not quite. I think they used to put out two a a year for a while. Yeah. And then they slowed it down. But a good 12 years they've been putting out these DVD sets. And I've bought them every time. All the collector's editions. Gone out of my way. Make sure I've got the, the funky heads. All that stuff. And as soon as I heard this, I jumped online and grabbed season 20 which came out on DVD and Blu-ray with no bells and whistles, and everybody poo-pooed it. Yeah, it came out. Those are known for having great special features. It came out like four years ago with no bells and whistles. It was the advent of HD for The Simpsons, season 20. So that's why they released it, so that uh, this was when a lot of Blu-ray players and HD TVs were hitting for Christmas. So they were like, here, watch Simpsons in HD for Christmas. And everybody was like, fuck this set. This is stupid. Why did they do this? But now I went ahead and just bought it anyway because I want a good hard copy of season 20. So now I'm stuck with season 17. 18 and 19 are going to be in who knows where. I'm like, why not? You've already put out up to season 20. Why not put out at least 18 and 19? Sure. And make it rounded off at 20 if you're going to do that. But 
there are pirate sites. You're going to have to do it. But it's the same thing we're talking about with, uh, with video games, all this kind of stuff. We need hard copies. We just do. You just need hard copies to be able to loan to people, to be able to show to people privately. It's just it's disgusting. The, the digital stuff, it, if there's no electricity, it doesn't work. And not to say that none of this other stuff works without electricity, but there are workarounds. And if the internet's down or something like that, I don't know. It's just getting it's getting really scary. Uh, and, it's and a version I, of uh, what uh, Vent Surf said about everybody. He really said, everybody, you need to make hard copies of your digital photos because we do run the risk of a digital dark age. Right. And yep. uh, and and this is this is I see what you know, angle you're coming at, Paul, and that's similar because it's I mean I'm anti-corporatist, so I don't like the idea of a centralized, massive control of content. Yeah, but well, it's that's all what it's, that's what it's always been about is yeah, control. They want to control exactly. every aspect exactly. of it and every cent that exactly. comes out of it. And a lot of people, you know, and a lot of people are on board with that. There was uh, I I mentioned this last time I was on. I, Sheeps. I can't remember his name. It was um, there's a musician who um, was pushing for songwriter rights, and he was citing uh, someone. Uh, I forget who it was. Um, pulled a s- song off of Spotify, and he was also talking about getting the laws for music covers being chained because they want to give songwriters the rights to actually control who does covers, who plays their music, who uses their music, which I actually kind of, creatively speaking, am opposed to. Mm-hmm. And the idea of, of this kind of control of art is just, it's, yep. it's actually kind of scary. It's very frightening, and, and it's disheartening, and they're going to turn us all into pirates, and that's what they want, so be it. Uh, but, yeah, it's just... But these are these are. Go ahead. Now, well, the one thing I'll say is that when people were talking about um, the electronic uh, digital books, uh, e-books coming out, yep, and people were talking, you know, more and more, it's getting easier for you to make your own book, and pretty soon, publishing houses are going. You're not going to need them, and you can do your own book and put it on out and everything. And then you had that one. There's one woman we we've talked about her. We mentioned her. She's a this did her own self-publishing ebooks thing and got it was huge a millionaire eventually she signed a deal with a publishing house because she was spending more time publishing her shit than writing and someone on a podcast i was listening to i I'm, unfortunately i can't credit her made the great joke of you know what's going to happen the publishing houses are going to vanish People are going to go making their own books, and the very next day, someone's going to go, you know what? We should start a business where we take some writer's work, and we'll format it, and we'll put it together, and we'll do marketing, and we'll get it out there for them so they can write, and we'll help them get their books out and basically recreate the publishing house. So I think, Paul, a lot of what we'll see, not just the pirating, but there will be this undercurrent of people creating and putting it out there. There's already an element of that like in the Creative Commons license that has not yet been tested legally, but people have put it out there. So do you mm. think it'll be something like Paul's um, uh, uh, He-Man action figures where they remake old action figures but only for a select thing? They'll make DVDs for a select bunch of collectors who want DVDs? There'll but, be a company well, out there that license it for just to print off small runs. Well, It'd be interesting. I mean, They're, the Family Guy is doing that with their later seasons. 
If you order like season eight or nine of not Family Guy, but uh, American Dad, mm-hmm. um, it's just a DVR made to order. Really? Yeah. Warner Brothers has that. I think Warner yeah, Brothers yeah. has a yeah. whole system where you can you can get like any, basically any movie in the Warner Brothers catalog. Yeah, DVD, but they burn which it for is you. fine. Which is fine if you if you put it on a hard copy. I'm cool with that. See, I'm wondering, like, I know with a lot of the subscription uh, download services where you can download, not the streaming ones, but you can download MP3s and and then the software will allow you to make a hard copy of it, whether they may start doing something like that with uh, with videos so that you can, you know, burn your own copy to have. As, a, as an artist. Well, there'll certainly be cracks and hacks. There'll be ways to well, do it. Well, those are already I out mean, there's there. already well, yeah. there's already plenty of places where you can buy the full 25 season set right now if you want it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's there's there are ways to get right. The Simpsons on DVD. However, and I think to to Al Jean's point, this is what is most upsetting is that uh the uh the DVDs were chock-a-block full of wonderful, cool special features. Yeah. That made the understanding of the process of writing this show, directing it, creating it. I mean, it's a flagpole for pop culture in general. People want to dismiss The Simpsons out of hand right now. Millennials are bashing The Simpsons like crazy. Not just millennials, just a lot of people aren't. I mean, it's fine. It's maybe not in its strongest time right now, but you must respect what that thing is the cultural magnitude in the years to come uh there's a wonderful here's time to do a, a plug for a local theater wonderful play called mr burns going up at art square where matt and i have now moved the bucket show uh coming up at the end of the month through early may uh which is all about post-apocalyptic earth post-apocalyptic america electricity's gone we're back to hanging out around campfires and just, you know, sharing stories. And this is the re-mythologizing of the history of the Simpsons. Hmm. And so it goes through people decades from now retelling the stories of the Simpsons and recodifying that mythology and reassembling it without the source material available to them. And it's, it sounds profoundly interesting. I can't yes, wait does. to see it. Uh, I can't wait to see it. But but that's what we might be left with if we sooner than later if we don't fucking take it upon ourselves to preserve this stuff. And, I mean, there are plenty of people doing it. Listen well, my children. There was a car, and it could talk. <laughs> and he had a man that rode in him, and his name was Mickle. <laughs> Mickle Knigget. <laughs> and if you take Mickle what we're ta- talking about here and, <laughs> and kite the car, attach it to the, what you brought up earlier about the ESRB and them basically trying to keep people from yes. sa- saving these lost properties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're talking about a wasteland. Nerds have done this for years, decades. You go to cons, you see. Television shows and things that you never saw put on DVD, yeah. on DVD, yeah. that you have no other way to access. Very weird transfers. And right. Oh, yeah. Very it's, weird transfers. But damn it, you can see them. You can a, see them. It's an integral part of nerd culture, too, yes. that preservation. And that is some kind of a smack in the face of nerd culture. It really is. It cuts to the core of 
what the obsessive compulsive Simpsons maniac is all about. Yeah, the core audience for that show. And I wouldn't be surprised, thinking on it now, if this didn't happen simply because one of the grand overseeing hands of uh, dearly departed... uh, uh, the guy that created Simpsons with Granny. What's his name? Uh, yeah. Uh, produced Taxi and all kind of... Uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, Jesus. No. Why is his name escaping me right now? The guy and that he used just to come to died. Vegas and then... And, and he and, just died. I can't... Yeah. Sam, not Sam Simon. Uh, is it Sam... Not Sam Simon. No. Well, that sounds close. No, it's yeah. not. Oh, dude. Why Look out the I? phones. There you go. Get out the phones. Anyway. Anyway, go ahead. Carry on. So we'll find the name. It is Simon. Away. I don't think of the, the first name. Is it Sam Simon? Oh, carry, anyway. carry on, carry on. We'll anyway, find so he just passed away, and uh, this make this could be one of those things that he also was holding on to to help. But who knows? Who knows? But Fox, get it together. They've I'm I've yet to compose my letter, my angry letter to Fox, uh, but it's coming. Hopefully, there will be enough of a dust up within the fan community because certainly there's going to be people affected. Now sure. I'm not the only one. Now I'm well, picturing. Al Jean said, you know, he's like, I have been listening to your comments. Right. You know, Sam like, Simon. Sam Simon. Did I say Sam says, Simon? Yes. That's Good. what you said. All right. Great. So, yeah, dear Sam Simon, who just passed away, and, you know, he made tons of money off Simpsons and donated it to all kinds of wild, good animal charities and all kinds of cool things. But, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe this is something of the, the passing of the guard. Uh, they just got renewed for their 26th season. Sixth season, I can see them pushing it to 30, maybe, and making that the cutoff. I can't see it going much past 30, but you never know. Yeah. But this that is, is not though, a good 30. sign. No, I don't like it at all. Yeah. Now, she's a lover of those special features that you touted. Oh man, I'm picturing commentary you on every fucking episode. They went above and beyond, and the way they composed the sets themselves. Every set had a theme. Beautiful new artwork. It's uh, fucking man. It's it's pointless to argue in the face of these corporate fools. But now I'm picturing you sending your letter to Fox and Rush Limbaugh reading it on the air, like mocking <laughs> it. Look at this guy. Look at this cry baby. He just got kicked off in Indiana, I think. <laughs> Which makes no fucking sense, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying so hard to repair their image. Right? right now. Yeah, yeah. They they hired a PR firm to help repair their image. Good luck. <laughs> Good, <man>. luck. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, and you want to you. The 80s Jeff PR firm. <laughs> Repeal yeah. the fucking law. <laughs> there it is. There's your PR move. They yeah. approached me, but they didn't like what I had to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, well, on the other side of this coin, uh, last year it was the 60s Batman TV series getting the Blu-ray digital makeover. Now the entire run of Irwin Allen's Lost in Space is up for a September release. For many, this episodic series, first broadcast on CBS from 1965 to 1968, was a cherished part of their youth. Andy, whether visit, uh, viewing the episodes during the <laughs> no, initial showing the or in syndicated after-school reruns, the 18-disc presentation will showcase all 83 episodes in HD with special features including new on-camera cast interviews, screen tests, and unaired extended pilots. An artwork gallery, the 1973 animated special, documentary featurettes, archival footage from creator Irwin Allen's personal collection, TV spots, and more. I wondered if they were going forward with that because uh, they had um, some test uh, up convert or test 
versions of the high definition conversion from the original film. That's usually a good sign. Last year, and some of it was just gorgeous. Like they were, you know, they show the original, you know, broadcast version, and then side by side they would do the little wipe thing and show the the high def version, and it yeah. was amazing. Like these colors just popped out that you were just like you had no idea that that type of lighting was being used on the set. Same thing happened with Star Trek's original series when it was uh, transferred onto uh, Blu-ray from the original 35mm prints because it they, they, they had colors on the set that the producers were saying that they hadn't seen since the show was shot back in the 60s. So right. I, I was curious as to what was going forward with that. So I'm glad to hear that it's actually coming out. Now, I, Lost in Space was actually a little tiny bit before, not much. But I do remember, <laughs> I, I do remember all the other Irwin Allen shows after that. I remember uh, Land of the Giants and uh, Journey to the Bottom. Was, uh, Voyage to the Bottom. Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. That, those were ones I watched as a kid. Oh, come on. It's, Read all about it. Allies win. Victory V-Day. Read all about it. Get your pay- <laughs> Daddy, does this mean there's no more war? What will the submariner do? <laughs> they didn't have the submariner. We called it the Great War. Um, <laughs> uh, Warner Brothers has acquired the rights to the video game series Five Nights at Freddy's, and they will adapt it for the big screen. The game was created by Scott uh, Cawthon, and it takes place in Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, which is a darker, more disturbing version of Chuck E. Cheese. During the day, the animatronic animal band performs kitty songs, but when night rolls around, they go on murderous rampages. The goal- <laughs> Have you seen Fre- Five Nights at Freddy's? I no, love watching gonna, people play that it's game. It's so fucking creepy, dude. It is. It it's is really creepy. well done. Like the giant rat wasn't creepy enough. Uh, right. Well, that's the thing. Like people are just creeped up by animatronics already. Some people are. The fucking I rat. love animatronics. Hey, I am so. creeped out by the Chuck E. Cheese. Rat. I am no. not creeped out, creeped out by Fats and uh, Duke right. the Dog. I got you. I got you. So yeah, Chuck E. Cheese. Animatronic the- Green Arrow. Andy really fucking hates. Boy. <laughs> he's a little. He's a little murdery. <laughs> just like the Fazbears. The, uh, the goal, interestingly that, enough, that's uh, our first T-shirt. More lifelike performance. Zing. The goal of the game is to survive a night locked inside, and at any moment, a furry death machine could jump out of the dark. Uh, Seth Graham Smith, who's behind Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and Dark Shadows, is producer on the film, so. mm. Yeah, bar farts, who cares? But uh, I I like this. I love the storyline between the three uh, Five Nights at Freddy's games. Mm hmm. There's just a really great dark undercurrent story in it. Mm, okay, so I'm, you should twitch it, man. Yeah, or they're just YouTube. All the YouTube personalities have played it at this point. Yep. Yeah. And Warner Brothers Interactive announced Lego Dimensions, a toy-based game similar to Activision's Skylander series, Disney Infinity, and Nintendo's games that utilize amiibo figures. The game is being developed by Traveler's Tales, will leverage Lego-branded properties such as DC Comics, The Lord of the Rings, The Lego Movie, Wizard of Oz, Lego Ninjago, Back to the Future, and more. Warner Brothers revealed a $100 starter pack, which features Batman, Gandalf, and Wildside toys, with more to be revealed at a later date. Game is set for launch in September for Xbox 360, Xbox One, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, and Wii U. So, more toys. Wild style? That wild, that, that's with Y's too, W-Y-L-D, wild style. Yeah. Yeah, from the from the Lego movie. Oh, boy. 
It's a kick in the butt. I won't get any though. Nah, no. I'm getting amiibos. I'm getting amiibos. That, that, that's your wheelhouse. Yeah, I'm getting amiibos. You got to really only choose one, otherwise. Yeah, I'm... no, you're fucked. And I got I got plenty of Legos, but I don't need more Legos. I don't. I've got like two or three Lego games that I haven't really scratched the surface on now. Yeah, we've got. Uh, because they're the same damn game. Yeah. We scratched <laughs> yeah. on that a little bit last week. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, the Marvel one is really fun. What's R2D doing? Is it? Doing in his I don't know. Game. I keep falling asleep. What? What's R2D2 doing in its Batman game? Right. That's yeah. what's going to happen next. <laughs> Comic Con International is teaming with Lionsgate to bring Comic Con every day, all year long. Hooray. Nothing is special anymore. <laughs> They are launching a video-on-demand subscription service that will be available later this year. Well, if you didn't think you were ever going to go to the convention before, now you never are. Everyone is special, Paul. Balls in your mouth. (laughs) The service will include original short-form content that will be created exclusively for the channel. There will also be films and TV series from the Lionsgate Library and other studios whose products appeal to the Comic-Con fan base. They will be all. They will also screen exclusive archive footage from the 45 years of the geek event. They also plan on working with the Comic Con International Independent Film Festival to provide content. I'd like to see some of the old interviews. That sounds cool. So I have no idea what pricing is going to be like, but we can expect it later this year. Oh, weren't they going to stream some of the panels too? Oh, that'd be great. Probably. The panels are always great. But but yeah, saying that it's a video on demand subscription service, yeah, there'll be a cost. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of cons, yeah. by the way, let me plug yeah. myself. Uh, oh, gross. Uh, well, the, uh, wait, 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 Jesus. Keep waiting for the fist. <laughs> Wizard World Las Vegas Con, April 24th, 25th, and 26th. Yes. Yep. On the 26th, I will be on the second to last panel of the con talking about <laughs> villains. In the corner. <laughs> talking about what? Villains. That's the topic. So it, if you're. It, is it like a. Villains in popular culture? Yeah, just villains. Just yeah. Generic just villains. Yeah. Dick Cheney. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a panel. There's four or five other people. Most Dick of them are Cheney writers. Panel. Yeah. yeah. That, oh, wow. Yeah. So what, what are you time? doing there then? Like, um, oh, they uh, <laughs> send out the thing and they, they actually they send a thing to Three me uh, saying, here's a, here's a bunch of the panels. Which one are you interested in? And I'm like, well, this one, this one, this one are probably the most likely one for me to be in. But you should send, uh, you should uh, talk to my friends, Paul, and so I mentioned a couple other people. And I mentioned a podcast. Actually, if you read my bio on it, I mentioned uh, the podcast. I claim to be a regular cast member. And uh, <laughs> you can call yourself yeah, that. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I meant, I meant, I, I, they took at least one. I know my friend uh, Alex Rafi, that used to do editorial cartoons with me, um, uh, is doing a story, is doing about creativity. And he's a really, he does a panel on creativity, he does a uh, presentation on creativity regularly. So Sweet. So if you're attending Wizard World Con here in Las Vegas on Sunday, Check out the villains panel and see our own fact check Andy represent a week and a half from now. Laying gives, out gives the knowledge guys, sauce. You know, gives you salt, like, people time to, to you know, come on down. You know. Watch him stumble through. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are all going, yeah? Uh, oh, yeah. If my new job allows, yes. I will be there. I might have to be in phone contact. Maybe have you guys do some patrolling for me. Why uh, would you not be going at some point? Do you have I to work both know. days? I they're open Friday, too. Friday, I Saturday, know. Sunday. Yeah, I'm supposed to work. I don't know. I mean, I could take some time. We'll see. Take some time. Can't you do, do it? it? I do it. Like I eight might. jobs, some of them for money. I can do it. <laughs> I have some money. I could do it. And it looks like the, uh, uh, what's that called? Where they send that? I'll just read it. New Jersey Assembly Paul Moriarty claims that he was recently the victim of swatting attempt. Oh, shit. 
Assemblyman Moriarty is the New Jersey lawmaker who has been pushing a bill since October of last year in the state that would stiffen the punishment for swatting or other crimes loosely associated with reporting a false public alarm. Well, that's a fucking stroke of genius, swatters. (laughs) Right? Assemblyman Moriarty's bill got some extra attention after several swatting attempts happened in the state, most notably one targeting the Clifton, New Jersey video game store Pixel Nation Retro. Uh, According to a report from local Philadelphia news station NBC10, someone called Gloucester County Police claiming that a shooting had occurred at Assemblyman Moriarty's residence on Saturday. Luckily, Gloucester County Police were able to get in touch with the lawmaker by phone prior to storming his house. They told him to come out with his hands up. He complied. Outside, he was met by a dozen police officers. Quote, I knew right away I said I've been swatted, he told News 10. Assemblyman Moriarty said that his bill will get a hearing before lawmakers in the next couple of weeks. Those fucking stupid bastards. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Someone. Hey, it's a good way of driving a nail in your head. is going to fucking get shot yeah yeah and get maybe even get killed no somebody is going to get killed in this i mean because i mean if you've seen any of the videos when they come breaking in yeah especially like it's what uh, the the one that i remember the the guy's on his game he's got headphones on so he can't hear anything and they come bursting in the room guns drawn and he like freaks because he doesn't know what's going on right and i mean Somebody is going to turn around too fast, and somebody's going to have their finger on the trigger, and somebody's going to die. At one of these and points, they're going to do a swatting thing on a black guy, and that's it. <laughs> well, yeah. Wow, Andy. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. He's not wrong. Yeah. I'm not. It, I'm. I'm. I don't use my white privilege much, but I am very happy to be white in this case with the cop shooting everybody they stop is black. It's very frightening. It is frightening times. Well, not everybody. Three or four got loose, but yeah. But this is going to they're move too that. Fast. Uh, swatting penalties that much faster. So, by all See, means, keep making bad is, decisions, I, people. Isn't it already oh, filing like filing a false uh, police report or something like that? Is it's already illegal? Isn't yeah, but, it? but swatting Maybe. pushes it from away from filing for to um, attempted murder. Yeah, I mean, you, you could easily get somebody killed this way. That I'd, I'd love to see that. I would love to see it made into a felony charge and it's just get, it's getting there. It will it be just because um, this it is that shit is fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. this I is mean, not saying, not to mention the thousands of dollars that it cost us taxpayers as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, when you have to call waste out. of money. This is not setting the bag Police of dog shit on fire tank. on the porch. No, no, this is and, not a prank. And how long before the before some you know SWAT unit, some cop unit actually lapses they actually okay this we're we're doing it by the book because this is how we approach it but no doubt this is a swatting thing and then it turns out not to be it's a legitimate right. no, call exactly. and then cops get hurt yeah no it's all bad it's all the, the, really, it's, really bad. It's, and i just i can't the sheer irresponsibility of doing it the only blows my fucking mind the only oh, dangerous yeah. thing is uh if that law were then to start to be used to apply to any kind of dangerous speech in uh chats or you know any kind of internet thing, right? But, I, but this is a separate thing. It's very specific. It's a, yeah. it's a very, yeah. very specific. If you have called authorities and mis, you know, misguided them towards someone, yeah. in the hopes of them, yeah, that's yeah. And and now they're done with the hyperbole too. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. they're not shooting every black guy. It's just they do to be the ones that can kill. Daily. It's terrible. And, uh, it's it's yeah. Uh, there's a lot of good cops out been, there, and they yeah. hate the fact that these guys are making them look yeah. bad too. Yeah. 
So that's what we got. What do you got? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Well, that's a warm fuzzy to end it on. Right? Jeez. Well done. Yeah, I suck. <laughs> and until next week, I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Flip Floppy Matt. Wet blanket fact check dandy. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week in Geek. <laughs> Good job, Jeff. Yeah. Running that board. Uh, wow. Yeah, you say that now. Wait till you have to break it down. Wait till I edit editing. it later. <laughs> <laughs> where, where's where's oh, this? Damn it, I got to raise this level. Bring this one back down. Where's the smoke coming from? Uh, uh, that would be the fingers. beans I had earlier. <laughs> oh, wow. Cursed Bean feet. smoke. Oh. Yeah, my feet. The worst kind. <laughs> this is the ultimate challenge for Jeff. Here's my feet, Jeff. Can you run the soundboard with my feet right here? Ha ha! Yes. Yeah! Yes, I can. Okay, there you go. <laughs> he <Did> passes. <laughs> Much like your apartment, Did your feet are cleaner than, you know, clean enough to eat off of. That was funny. <laughs> I, I thank you guys yeah. for that, too, by the way. Because, uh... Somebody, well, somebody ate off your floor? No, no. I was. They they can. No, uh-huh. but no, I was. It was. We were getting close to game time, and I was like, you know, I haven't done much prep for tonight, but I still got, I still got cleaning to do, and I posted on Facebook. Still have cleaning to do on the house, but we've got. But game night's coming, and a good GM knows exactly what takes priority. And then I got some responses like, Kirsten, your house is not dirty. What's the matter? Andy's was best. You don't have any kids. How does your house get dirty? <laughs> Shut up. That's <laughs> great. So thank you really, very much. It really is amazing. You have, a, you have a house that you are the only one there. Anything that's dirty is you. Exactly. That's why I got And you're fastidious. <laughs> I can't sit. You know, you sit there and you see that shit. You're going to be all I like. Actually, I actually posted, your house is clean. Get to, get, get to prep for the game, Oscar. Yeah. No, Felix. <laughs> Felix, excuse me. Felix. Uh, I did it right. You did it right it. on Facebook. See, in print, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs>